Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. So like another month and a half goes by, and then uh, my manager calls me. He's like, hey, he's like, Tom's looking at your tape. And I was like, Tom Cruise? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, holy shit, what? Hello, world, and welcome back to another episode of Thanks for Coming In. I'm your host, Jillian Clare. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, this is the show where I speak to fellow actors about their journey and then make them tell me some um, bad and sad and sometimes funny audition stories. All right, we got a lot to talk about. I have been away uh, for a while. The last few episodes were pre-recorded. So, one, your girl is 30 now which is wild. I have entered a new decade. We are excited. I had a death to youth party, which was so much fun. Um, And we raised a lot of money for the Beagle Freedom Project, who are just incredible people, Shannon and everyone there, um, saving these animals that are being tested on uh, by labs for, you know, products for humans. Um, And so we raised a lot of money for them. And also, uh, they were part of the organizations that helped save um, all of the beagles from the Virginia testing facility that was shut down. There were 4,000 beagles. I get to go meet that a couple of them in a few days. Actually, I think the day this comes out, I'm going to be with beagles. Um, but as a birthday present to me, they named one of the puppies after me, and I sobbed like a baby. Um a full-on baby. It was amazing. So shout out to them. If you haven't looked into what they do, please do. Um, they're a great organization. And, uh, you know, I just, I'm super glad that I was able to support them this year. And there's that. Okay. Second here that we need to talk about is, well, if you're listening to this podcast, then you saw something new on the page, which is that now we've joined the Realm family. Um, I'm so stoked about this. It has been something uh, we've been working on now for the last few months, and um, it was very hard to keep it a secret <laughs> for so long. Uh, so I'm so excited to be a part of the ROM channel. Um, everyone there has been so, so welcoming and so kind and so great, and it feels so nice to have a support system of people who like my content and who uh, appreciate 
what I do. It's really cool. Uh, and I still can't stop smiling about it. So shout out to everybody at Realm. Um, it's totally a dream come true to be a part of this channel. And um, I'm so honored that I get to share this space with all of you. So thank you. Today on the show, we have Jack Schumacher. You may know him from his most recent role, which was in, I don't know, just like one of the top grossing films of all time. Like, no big deal. Uh, he played Omaha in Top Gun Maverick, which is still in theaters. How crazy is that? Um, so here is our conversation. And welcome to the show, Jack Schumacher. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming on. I'm super excited to talk to you about um, your most recent adventure. Uh, but before we get to the the big guns here, um, mm -hmm. I would love to talk to you about how you got started in the industry and what was that moment where you were like, oh my gosh, I need to be an actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I started probably a little bit later than by most actors' standards that I've met out here. Um, I I was in college um, my freshman year. And at this point, I was just like, it was like my first week on campus. And I was like, dude, like, there's nothing that I want to do. Like, there's <laughs> like, none of these jobs sound good. Um, like, I mean, I had started, you know, working jobs when I was like 15. And I've done every kind of survival job there is out there. And yeah. I was like, I hate all of this. Like I can't be in an office. I can't do a nine to five. Um, like it's, it, so like, that was like sort of the starting motivation of like, what, what else can I possibly do? And so I was like, okay, like, well, what do I care about? Like, what are the mm -hmm. things I actually enjoy? And I was like, well, film and television, I've always been like incredibly passionate about. And like, um, maybe I pursue something in that area. And so I started getting into, I changed my major to film and, and directing and I was enjoying that. And, uh, but I, I kept any, any time I made a movie, I was like, all right, well, like I'm, I want to be in it. So I was yeah. also trying to shoot and direct <laughs> and do all that. And then like, when it's like a, you're the only crew, it's a very difficult thing to do. Um, and then finally I, that freshman year, I took a uh, just like an elective blow off class for seniors, which was like acting 101. Mm -hmm. and, and I was like, this is it, man. I was like, I love this. And so I uh, started taking classes at Second City. And that was kind of like the intro thing. Um, started going to open calls for agencies. And, you know, it was the same story every time where I'm like, I'm an actor. And they're like, do you have any experience? I'm like, no, but I'm an actor. <laughs> and they're like, OK, well, no. And, uh, eventually finally I, you know, I got, uh, I had been doing like some like modeling stuff and then I was like, all right, like, Hey, can you please just send me like on an audition? And they mm -hmm. did. And I was very lucky to like get a callback for like that first one. And I was yeah. like, I blew the callback, but I was like, I was like, see, and they're like, all right, fine. You can be in the, uh, theatrical department as well. And, uh, yeah, from there it just kind of slowly snowballed, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. you pay your dues and, uh you know, got hooked up with a good manager, got super, super lucky with that. And he's kind of been the one who's 
anything he tells me, I'm just like, all right, you got it. And um, for sure, I will do you know, that. What else do you need from me? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And uh, yeah, so did some got some work in Chicago because I kept. I was like, hey man, I was like, I should move to LA, and he's like, not yet. He's like, mm. prove you can do some stuff in Chicago, and then you'll come out. So got a couple jobs in Chicago, and then he was like, all right, come out to LA, and uh, yeah, and then things just kind of continued to progress from there. So that was kind of how it all started. So you started in Chicago, and that's, I mean, really Chicago has sort of been really booming in the past 10, 15 years. I feel like the the film and television market has gotten a lot bigger outside of Los Angeles recently, and, and the locals have really started exploding. So what was that? Absolutely. What was that like for you in Chicago, kind of navigating that as a new actor? Do you think it was easier for you to to learn the way out there? than it would have been if you had come out to LA or New York? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I think that if you're, I, I mean, it's not, it's not really, I mean, it, I guess it is a smaller market technically, but there's, it's still, it all looks the same, you know, mm. the auditioning process, the, the filming process, the quality of, you know, what is being put out. And, and I, I think it was, when you get to LA, I mean, you, it's, it's a completely different city. I mean, I've never been to New York, so I can't speak for New York, but I mean, like, Oh my the, God, just, you've never the, been to New York. The, no, no, no. Oh, I gotta um, get you on a plane. I know. I know. Uh, are you in New York right now? Are you, I'm not in New, New York Yorker? now. No, my best okay. friend lives in New York. I live in LA, so I go to New York yeah. a lot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I, I, man, like I love LA. LA feels like home, <laughs> but it is, it is it does feel like in some ways like a step up the competitive nature of it. Cause when you're in Chicago, like you go to a restaurant, you're like, Oh, someone's a waiter. Like they're a waiter. And there's something mm-hmm. really nice about that. You go to LA and you're like, you see everyone. waiter. You're like, okay, well there, everyone's doing something. Everyone I mean, it's a city actor. of dreamers. Yeah. Pursuing their dream. And so there are times where, I mean, it's cliche, but like, it just kind of gets like, you know, it can, it can be a little tough to like, be like hey like well what have you done and you're like dude Mm -hmm. i just met you like this is the conversation we're already having um but yeah so i think i think it was definitely difficult i think like in los angeles it feels a lot like a lot of times people are like well like what it's it's like they want you to show them like your imdb and you're just like i don't know like yeah you just like talk yeah i don't know yeah yeah, for sure. And and like it in that it it does become exhausting, but it's also nice cuz then you're able to sort of weed out pretty quickly the people where you're like, "Well, I don't want to I'm I'm instantly disinterested in like pursuing <laughs> any sort of like friendship or relationship yep. with you if that is like your intro sort of thing where it's like, "Well, what have you done?" And you're mm-hmm. like, "Dude, okay, we're we're more over here. This is yeah. this I'm not. Yeah." You're like, yeah. "My dentist is yeah. calling. I need to leave." I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can compare IMDb's at some other point. You know, so. Oh my god! All right, so you moved to LA, and then how soon after that till you book like your first, you know, television or or short film role where you're like, ah, okay, I this was the right move to move out here now. Yeah. Um. I well, I what did I? So I came out here and I booked. I booked a. Um, I booked like a Snapchat thing, which was, mm-hmm. which which was cool because it got me my SAG card, oh, and yeah. then and then the next thing after that was, I think it was actually just booking Top Gun, 
And so like, like there's like, yeah, there's like a big jump where I was like, I was like, Oh, and like, I mean, that was a nice surprise. Cause I mean, I like, I had no expectations of like booking that. Um, and, and so, you know, I mean, that was, that was kind of, yeah. I mean, if there was ever a sign where it was like, Hey, like, I think you're in the right industry this can work out. It is possible. Yeah. That was, that definitely gave me a lot of hope, you know? Okay. Well, so, so now that we're here and we're talking mm-hmm. about Top Gun Maverick, which I have seen, and I think my mother has seen like three times. No joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a big Top Gun fan. She loves the new one. Yeah. Um, I want to ask a, f- a few things about this. First, I want to ask what the audition process was for this film. I mean, I imagine that it was very top secret. A lot of NDAs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, definitely that. Uh, I think I think I it was three rounds of auditions, um, and they were they were spread out over a long period of time too, which mm-hmm. was like just sort of like caused even more anxiety. Um, and <laughs> and so you know, like you do the first one, you're like, all right, cool, and I went fine. Like you don't really know. Um, got the call back. I'm like, all right, sweet. And then I think like probably a couple more weeks go by. And at that point you you can pretty safely assume, you know, like you're like, all right, I get it, whatever. Um, And then I get the call for a director um, session and I'm like, Mm. Oh shit. Um, Oh, sorry. Can I swear? Yes, Um, you can say shit. I'll I'll try, I'll try try not to curse. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I'm like, I'm like, Oh wow. Uh, And so I go to that one. It's Joseph Kaczynski and in, in the casting office, and um, and that was I think like the first audition, probably the first and only audition. I've walked out of some of them that I've booked and been like, that went good. But you know how it is. Like most of the time, you're like, eh. and then you're just <laughs> pleasantly surprised. Um, but I walked out of that one, and I was like, I think I like. I think I nailed that. I was like, yeah. I couldn't that, like, that was shit. Like that, I, that was the best I've ever felt walking out of an audition. Mm. And, um, and so then the, but the worst part was that after that, then it was like a month and a half. Cause then I find out that they put yeah. me on a veil. And so I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm like this. I, I can't, I can't believe this. And so yes. like my manager at the time too, is like, he's like, all right. He's like, look, we're gonna, he's like, I don't want you to end up like, booking something else and not be able to do Top Gun if you were to get it. So like, I'm going to not, we're not going to like audition right now. So then like, now I'm just kind of like sitting, like waiting, knowing that like, I'm like not trying to go for anything else. And also at this point too, like I had gotten like, I, I, I like gotten on veil on like four different things, like, and just none of them happened. And I'm like, God, I'm like, what is this? And so like, I was like, I'm I'm not going to get this. I'm not going to get this. And, uh, so like another month and a half goes by and then uh my manager calls me he's like hey he's like tom's looking at your tape and i was like tom cruise and he's like yeah and i'm like i'm like holy shit dude what and like that was like another sort of like weird sort of surreal moment where i'm like i'm like i'm like i'm in la man i'm doing it uh like like i'm living the dream um and uh it's great when those moments when you're winning it sucks yeah. when you're losing but when you're when you're winning you're like this is it 100%. Um, yeah so I was so I was like dude this is crazy and then uh finally he he texts me one day out of the blue and he's like yo he's like can you 
run downstairs like I'm at your apartment. I just got to like get you to sign an NDA for Top Gun. And I'm like, oh, well, that's probably a good sign. And like, so I go downstairs and uh, I'm like, yo, what's what's up? What do I need to sign? And he's like, there's no NDA. And I'm like, okay. And he's mm-hmm. like, I wanted to come here in person and tell you that you got the job. And I was like, oh my God. And I remember it was like a beautiful like sunset, like, like happening outside. And like, and I just froze. Like, and I was just like staring like, like out at the sun. And then like, like for like, like a minute. And he was like, he's like, give me a hug. And I'm like, (laughs) like, I, and like, and like, yeah, like truly speechless. Um, But that was a really, really incredible moment. Um, And, and yeah, just super surreal. So. I love that your manager went like full rom-com and like showed up at your doorstep and told you you booked it. That is the most adorable thing I think I've ever heard. Well, it's great too because I mean the 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 guy. I mean, like he's he's an intimidating man, and so like that, like like he he's the best. He's the best. I wouldn't want anyone else, but like he can be scary, and so I think that's an advantage, honestly. Oh, for sure. Oh, a (laughs) hundred percent, it is. Um, cause like one time he told me, he's like, he's like, Hey, he's like, you don't have to be mean to anyone. He's like, I can be mean to them for you. And I was like, mm. all right. I was like, well, I still don't want you to, but right. like, I'm, I'm just, yeah. Like, um, but thank you. But no, he's the man. And yeah. And that it meant a lot that, uh, that he came to, to do that. So, yeah. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. So you book the movie. And Mm. I mean, with a film like Top Gun, I imagine there's a lot of training involved. So what was that like for you guys? I mean, you're part of this group of pilots essentially so mm-hmm. how long was that process for you so i didn't have to do the full gauntlet of training like that like like glenn powell miles they had to yeah. do like the, they had to do like this like underwater like dunk tank thing like oh crazy God. stuff um we did we so we had a lot of like right away you get like emailed this big packet of like flight information and jargon that you need to like study up on and like you know just the basics of like flying and vocabulary um and then like obviously the research that you want to do on your own and like about the pilots and stuff mm-hmm. um and then we had we had uh flight lessons and whatnot which was also crazy because it was there, there were a couple classroom portions but i figured it would be like I figured, like, fly a plane, like, even with an instructor, there was, like, a lot of classrooms, portions that you had to do before you could get up in the air. Yeah. And it was, like, 20 minutes. And then they were, like, all right, you guys want to fly a plane? And you're, like... No way. Yeah, you're, like, oh, okay, um, sure. 
And, uh, and so that was, that was spectacular. And, and that was also like, that was like a dream come true too. Cause you're just flying over like the Santa Monica mountains and stuff. Um, and this is also, also too with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like within like a week of doing this, like of like oh booking God. a job and then all of a sudden like you're doing that, which is like the crazy part about it. Cause like you don't really have a ton of time to process everything. Um, so yeah, we have that, we have like the flying lessons. Um, and then, and then, yeah, just getting into like good shape. We had like some, uh, like physical tests we had to do and whatnot, um, which were just more so like, you know, like running a mile, this and that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was a wild, wild, wild journey, like very quickly thrust upon you. So yeah. yeah. How long was that, that film shoot? We shot for super long. Um, I believe it was September of 2018 was the start mm. through June of 2019. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very, very long time. And, and another, like being my first movie, I was constantly asking the other actors, I'm like, is this, I was like, is this normal? Like, right. like what is happening? And all of them were like, no, no. none of this is normal. <laughs> And like it, up and through, like through the red carpet experience, I like I, I like I was talking to him. I'm like I'm like damn. I'm like dude, because I was so scared on the red carpet. Like that Aww. was the most scared I've ever been. Um, because I've never done one. And so like, and they're like, they're, like the calming thing was they're like, yeah, they're like, I guarantee you, they're like, there will never be a red carpet this intense. Like yeah. you, once you're done with this, everything's gonna be easy. Wasn't like, it this is like not a, normal. An airport or something. It was on, it was on top of a of, of a battleship. And insane. Tom flies in. Tom flew in on a helicopter. And That's insane. Like yeah, no, it was it was ridiculous. And 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 too like normally like the press junkets or whatever. Like when I finished doing those, I was like, man, I was like, that was a long time. I was like, how long do those usually go? And people were like, they're like, dude, normally like twenty minutes. And mm. we were out there for two hours. And like it was, it was insane. I mean, like, just, I, like, it really, really hard to, like, put into words. Um, but it was an incredible experience, too. I mean, the, the entire process and the filming and everything. Uh, but, yeah, none of it was normal. I mean, it's a Tom Cruise film. Yeah, it's, you know, it's like, Tom it's, Cruise. Yeah. It's his, like, I'd say it's bigger than Mission Impossible in my mind. Like, Top Gun, mm -hmm. that role for Definitely. him, I think, is, like, yeah. more important. More but iconic, it's also, yeah. like... I think, too, that part of the reason that it's been so well-received and stayed in the theater for so long was that they refused to release it during lockdown. And I think that was so best. smart. Like, yeah, so yeah. smart. Because now it's been in the theater Absolutely. for, what, like four months already? That's insane. Yeah, and I think it just hit a billion dollars. Um, That's crazy. The other day. I know, I know. And, <laughs> and like, it's... I I mean yeah I because I I knew I I knew that Tom wasn't gonna want that if you want I mean it's still gonna look good like when your people are watching on laptops yeah, and phones and TVs but like when you know when you see it in the theater and like the chairs are like shaking mm -hmm. from like the the noise of the jets and stuff that it's definitely something that you gotta experience that way so you know. what a what a welcome to Los Angeles that was huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm very lucky. I'm 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 super aware. Like any time that I start to like, you know, like have like pity parties and stuff, which is pretty typical of an actor. Yeah, we'll um, we'll, yeah, and that'll never go away. Um, you know, I I'm like, hey, I'm like, okay, I'm 
I'm I'm doing pretty good. It's you all know, right. there's it's gonna yeah, work. it's all right. It's all gonna work. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, speaking of things working, let's talk about the things that did not. Mm-hmm. So on this yeah. show, we like to share bad audition stories or stories of the one that got away. Um, are there some uh-huh. stories or a story you'd like to share with the listeners? Absolutely, man. I could talk about this for hours. <laughs> um, and I, I was thinking about it last night and like some were coming like back to me that like give me chills. Um, well, like there, there's like less bad ones, but like all of them you walk away like sort of shameful. I remember one that was like one of my first ones out in L.A. and like you get out and normally like, you know, you bullshit a little bit like with like the reader and the casting director for a minute. And like I realized like right as I was about to do the scene, like I looked down and my fly like obviously open. And so I'm like, oh, and like, like, like I had like no way I couldn't like play it off. And then right away I was just like, fuck. And I was totally out of it. Uh, that one sucked. I remember my first ever callback um, in Chicago it made me so sad like i i i go in and like like out of something of like a bad or not like a bad show but like a show that would like make an actor cringe about an actor like frozen frozen in the audition like they say like all right like whenever you're ready like they say the first line and then like nothing just (laughs) nothing like i go completely blank like i can't move and like for like a good like twenty seconds, which is like I've felt like an eternity. And yeah. and then finally, like I was just like sorry, sorry. And like oh, I think no. they, they they like they were gracious enough to let me like limp through the scene. And they're like, thank you, thank you, and uh, let me go. Um, That's hard yeah, man. The, the, that that one haunted me for a long time. Um, and then it's like the ones that like got away. I've I've now hit a point in my career that I'm very grateful to have gotten to. And now when I look back on like how far I've come in terms of like my process and, and, and not quote unquote being green, mm. you know, which for a long time, I like, I really resented, like even when I first got out here, I remember when my, my manager had told me, he's like, yeah, he's like, I got notes from casting. They said they liked you, but like, you know, you're green. So like, you know, it's, you know, they'll keep seeing you, but like, and I'm like, and I was like, I'm not green. Like I'm good. I'm great. (laughs) And then, and now when I look back, I'm like, oh yeah, very green, like, and very good. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like you, you have to. No, it just means you still are learning. You're growing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I still have a ton to learn and I will always be learning. I'm Mm -hmm. by no means like, like perfection. Um, But when it comes to like the things that like got away, um, I'm 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 pretty good now about like letting it go you know like I send in my work I do my audition and then I'm like great I'm like I'm proud of what I did if they like it they don't if not nothing was like wrong with my performance it's just not right for the part which is like the mentality to have um but the one I I had one for a a pretty well-received um show like a network um series that's still going on and I just, I, I remember like the, the, uh, for, for whatever reason, casting was running late. And mm. so they were like an hour and a half behind for like oh three God. people. It was, it was a, like the final session. And I remember like sitting in like, and I'm like starting to really lose, like, I'm just like doing laps like <laughs> around the lot and stuff and like, and trying to like sort of like stay like calm and like not freak out. 
and I'd had like a weird bad day and and so I was just trying to like let that stuff go but like I couldn't and like finally when I got in I was super stiff and I just walked out and I was like I was I, I mean I was like seeing red and like mm. and that and that messed with me for a long time but all of those things will come back around where like now like I know like that was the first time where I've ever like had to wait that long, which will happen. Like that just happens yeah. sometimes and you got to be ready. And like you, when you're on set, that's going to happen mm-hmm. all the time. All the yeah, time. You spend more time and waiting in your dressing room than you do actually so on set filming. Hurry up and wait. And, and it's, and so like, and I, I didn't know that yet. Like I yeah. didn't have that experience. So like now when that happens, I'm like, yeah, like, okay. Like, or whatever like I'm chilling like just like I I go like zen mode yeah like bring a book like anything to like just sort of distract you or like take your mind off of it um oh but the 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 one the one story that I that that really really messed with me it wasn't an audition I was I was working I was doing guest star for this the show and the same same sort of thing happened where long wait like my call time was like 6 p.m so we're supposed to roll at like like eight or something it's now midnight i'm still in my trailer it's a friday Oof. night and so like and 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 as i've had time to reflect on it i'm like hey i'm like cast and crew was probably pissed off they probably wanted to be home and so like i probably got the brunt of like what was going down mm. and so we finally i've like cameras start rolling at like 12 30 and I've, I'm like still kind of like now, like in my head, like, I'm like, God, it's so late. Like whatever I'm trying to do it. I do the scene exactly like I auditioned. We do a couple takes and the director comes over and he's like, you're boring the hell out of me. And I was like, I was like, Oh, um, I was like, okay. Uh, what, what, what? <laughs> like, like I, um, oh my how do God. I, I was like, how do I, I was like, I, I don't, I don't know what to say to that and he's like, he's like do something different and i'm like i'm like okay all right all right yeah and it's so like we we go again and then i do the scene and then in the scene i i'm not supposed to swear but i say shit and i and then i hear like cut and i'm like i'm like what i'm like i'm i'm doing something totally different and and he's like you can't swear and i'm like i swore and then and then and then so like and like the scene starts with me like in a car and so like i'm sitting in this car in between takes like I have like a cold sweat. I'm like, all of my fears are coming true right now. Oh, I was like, no. this is, I was like, I was like, I'm dying. I was like, I don't have a career, man. I was like, this is over. <laughs> this and is like, it for and me. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm freaking out. And, uh, and then finally, like we, we, we do finish the scene and it ends up looking good. I mean, like it just was a completely different character than what I auditioned with, mm. which I think was the thing that like, again threw me off and which again is a major learning lesson for where it's like hey you have to show up and be like super ready to like make adjustments um and like forget whatever it was that you had done and um well especially with television because most of the time the producers are the ones booking you but then the director doesn't really see your work until you're on set absolutely yeah and and I had I had no idea about that. And then finally, like, I realized, because, like, I walked away and I was like, I was like, man, I was like, I hate that director. And then now I look back, I'm like, dude, dude was doing his job. The yeah. set was running super late. And, like, and, and yeah, he didn't like me. And he didn't, and he didn't have the time to be like, hey, buddy, like, really good stuff. <laughs> Why don't we try it this way? Like, and, and that's fine. And you're not going to get everyone who gives you, like, super cushy notes. Like, you're no. going to have to be able to, like, roll with the punches sometimes. 
And, um, and yeah. And so that like, that haunted me for a little bit, but then like, as I've kind of grown a little bit, like all of these lessons have then paid off where I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. I get someone who's like, I didn't like that at all. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like how do we make an adjustment here? Like, (laughs) what do you, well, yeah. Like, yeah. Like what, what should we change as opposed to being like, ah, like (laughs) crying in the car. I'm going to fall apart. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, man. Wow. That, those were some good stories. Some very good stories. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. what is next on the horizon for you? Uh, I got a couple of things coming out uh, in the fall. Um, one is a movie um, called Kill Her. Nice mm. little fun slasher film. Um, and fun. then... And then I don't know it. I got a I got a project on Hulu that I was involved with that will be coming out in October as well. Um, that one will be very very cool. I'm super excited about that. And then uh, I'm heading off to Texas next week to uh, start working on this other film. Uh, I know it's all very. The can't. I'm not giving a lot of names, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I can like if I can say like names for a lot of these things. Like you know how it goes with with oh, that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm very very lucky to you know be consistently working. You know, it's not uh, not an easy thing to do. You mm-hmm. know, it's uh, still the goal to say like, oh, this is my only only gig. So, yeah. That's amazing. Well, I uh, can't wait to see what you do next. And I will definitely be looking for the slasher film because I am a big horror movie fan. So I will be turning that on when it comes out. Uh, Where can people follow you on social media to keep up with all that you do? Yeah, I'm at uh, on Instagram is pretty much the only one, I believe. Sorry, I don't even know my name (laughs) on Instagram. It's Schumacher underscore Jack. There you go. Yeah, very bad with that stuff. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with me today. And again, I so look forward to what you do in the future. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Julie. Thanks again to Jack for coming on the show. Make sure to check him out on Instagram. And hey, while you're there, you might as well follow. Thanks for coming in too. All of those links are in the show notes. And uh, leave us some love wherever you're listening to this podcast now. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your horse um about the show and as always thanks for coming in sometimes investigative podcasts tell stories that seem almost too weird to be true so just how wild can a fiction podcast following that same format get you can find out on conference call a paradiso media production presented by realm Conference Call follows journalist Charlotte Dunn as she uncovers the story of two entrepreneurs, the Toad Bros. Pieced together from the hilariously cringeworthy phone calls within their company, Charlotte details the incompetence, fraud, and betrayal of this eccentric pair and their unwitting partner who was just looking for her big break in Silicon Valley. Starring Elizabeth Henstridge, Jeff Ward, Gregory Stees, and Emma Roberts, and featuring guests like Karen Gillan, Beck Bennett, Dimi Dijuibe, and many more, Conference Call blends the workplace weirdness of The Office with the cadence of a true crime podcast. Be sure to listen and subscribe to Conference Call wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at realm.fm. <laughs>